this is season five of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's podcast where we cover the roping industry from top to bottom. This is where the team roping world talks. We talk through tough subjects, we talk big wins, and we talk real issues affecting the community. I'm your host and editor of the Team Roping Journal, Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, this is Chelsea Schaefer. Welcome back to The Score. If you are listening to this episode the day it drops, which you know I hope you are because this is a good one, Um, it is Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for all of you, uh, for our listeners, the fact that we have almost 2 million downloads over these last four years that we have been operating The Score. So thank you all so much. Thank you to the roping community for all of your support. Y'all are so special to us and I wouldn't work anywhere else. (laughs) So this episode we have been saving for right before the finals. I'm going to give you the background on how it came about. Uh, You see, for roping.com, we travel to Clay Cooper's house once a year to spend two days shooting a ton of videos. Well, this year we went right before the Reno Open and, you know, it was really, really unpleasant. So we were roping for two days, but pretty quickly we decided on that second day that it was impossible to rope in the wind that we had. So the first year we went to Clay's, it was a firestorm in the mountains and lots of people lost their homes. It was horrible. Um, And so we were shooting in smoke with ash and soot. And then this year it was just a straight windstorm, uh, 40, 50 mile an hour winds the whole time. So By the second day, we sat down with Jake and Clay. I asked them to tell us some stories, and we did a lot of dummy roping, so anything we could do to stay out of the wind. One of the things that came up, of course, with Jake was Junior Nogueira and their history together, because though we've heard that story a whole bunch of different ways uh, over the last, uh, gosh, 2014, so last seven years, eight years, sorry, math, um, over the last eight years, uh, I don't think I've ever heard it this way that Jake told us uh, that I'm going to let you all listen to today on the podcast. Now, I did send this to Junior, and he was super emotional. So here, after the NFR, I'm going to sit Junior down, and we're going to talk about this story from his perspective, and then we're going to put a cool video together so you all can see it over on roping.com. But this is your sneak peek to this whole series that we shot with Jake and Clay um, in the wind, (laughs) getting out of the wind. And this is just an exceptional story that you can really hear everything that Junior has meant to Jake and from a perspective that I don't know that you've gotten to hear anywhere else. So I am so grateful that Jake and Clay have been on our team for this many years, uh, back since 1997, uh, as we were spin to win rodeo and I was in uh, junior high school or elementary school. Sorry, Jake and Clay. And sorry, Kendra. Uh, but they have been in with us with the spin to win team and then now with the team roping journal team for the duration of our history. And we are so grateful that these legends are uh, they're batting for the home team. So thank you guys. And thank you all for listening and happy Thanksgiving. Well, that was just the stage of my life where my, uh, my youngest boy had just graduated and was going off to college. And so this was kind of, you know, my wife has been the glue to, to our 
relationship and raising the kids. I mean, she was basically the, the mother and the father of our children, you know, because when I would come home, you know, I, I wanted to be the dad. I wanted to play, you know. I wanted to be my my best friend. And she, I mean, she took them to the, the basketball camps and the the games and the school functions and you know I got to come in on the on the good times and so my youngest boy had just graduated and, and I, I kind of decided just to kind of semi-retire but I had a pretty good horse and I was doing a roping school right before the NFR and there was a friend of mine called me and said hey there's a boy from Brazil that I met and he's over here and, and he would like to come and meet you and I told him I said I've got a roping school for these Canadians starting tomorrow, and, and I'm busy with that. And I said, how long is he going to be around? He said, oh, he's going to be around till I think, after the World Series finals. And I said, well, have him come after that. So we had it set up. Well, these Canadians come to the school, and there's this one guy, this Canadian guy that was staying with this fellow that, that called me. And so his name was Scott. And all Scott could do this whole time was brag about this kid from Brazil, how good this kid from this kid from Brazil was, and just on and on and on. And I told him, I said, Scott, you're full of bull. There's nobody. I said, I rope against the best ropers in the world, and there's nobody from another country that can rope as good as the American. There's no way. He goes, I'm telling you, I don't rope very good, but I know good ropers, and da-da-da-da-da. And so he's like, well you care if we bring him tomorrow? And I said, well, I've already talked to Robert and he's going to come after. Well, we don't care. We're just having fun. And so I said, well, if you guys don't care, I don't care. Bring him. So here comes Junior and he can't, he's really hard to understand. I couldn't hardly understand him. But all day long, he would run down there. As soon as the last year would go, and I remember he had this one in big yellow hot shots. And he, he would jog down to the end and run the steers up, poke the steers in all day long. So I felt sorry for him. And so I told him, I said, and so the school started at 10 o'clock. I said, I told him, I said, hey, tomorrow, I said, Scott, I said, you guys come an hour early. And I said, I'll have a horse saddled and uh, I'll, I'll turn him some steers. So they, they show up the next morning at 10 o'clock in the morning and there were some steers that were too, <laughs> too rank for those guys to rope. So I intentionally sorted those off. And uh, so honestly, I was going to try to embarrass, not embarrass him, but, you know, I was going to prove to this guy that, you know, there ain't nobody from Brazil. Okay, well, let's just see what you can do, hot shot. <laughs> and so they bring this horse, and he was a crappy horse. And so I had a practice horse there. And so, and we got these strong steers. So, man, I'd come across there and I'd stick it on one. And he would run by the corner, rope him on the wrong side. And this horse is jumping all around. And he'd flip his rope over and get a dally. And he's just every which way. And so I'm like, you lucky sucker. So I'd rope and go a little faster. And, and then he would crossfire them. And I was like, that's a crossfire. Oh, no, Mr. Jake, it's no crossfire. And I said, over here, it's a crossfire. Oh, no, it's no crossfire. So now then the next time I'm like, so I'm getting, all right, you little shit. So man, I'd rope on, I'd duck harder and make, just try to, try to give him an impossible shot. And he just keeps, he just keeps pulling these shots off. It's like, man, you lucky little sucker, you, and man, I'd rope and duck even harder. And there's no telling. 
And so after a while, I'm like, man, that sucker, he is talented. He's not doing it. He's not doing it the right way. I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing it. So anyway, we do the school. And so after the school, the other guys, they're, they're uh, unsaddling their horses and getting ready to go back home. And so I get to visit him with him. And so he tells me his story about how when he was five years old that his dad went to a rodeo and had a heart attack and died. And I didn't realize, but he had already been over here once on a visa and he went and worked for Robbie Schroeder riding horses for him. But he told me, he said it was his dream to come to America and uh, rope. So I don't know, we just kind of had a little bit of a bond there instantly. And so we, uh, I told him, I said, well, maybe you could stay here and uh, we'll go. And I had no intentions of, of going, just, we'd just go around here and I'd rope with him a little bit and then that would be it. So I didn't even discuss it with my wife. And so he, he was supposed to go up to the World Series finals and rope with somebody. And then, and he can't even speak English, but he speaks Portuguese. And my friend that he's staying with speaks Spanish so they can communicate. So I got to, after the school, I got to go up to the NFR and do some endorsement stuff. And so on the way up, I spring the news on my wife that she was not a happy camper. Because this is supposed to be a our time together you know (laughs) so anyway long story short he comes up ropes ropes at the tour or the world series finals and so i tell robert to have him have him just stand on the on the curb out there and i'll come by and pick him up so i come driving up there and here's junior he's got his cowboy hat on (laughs) he's got his little (laughs) roller suitcase and he's got his boots and spurs on and he's got a, a green rope so here we go we we head home and so we so i i take him in i kind of get emotional about it anyway so i introduce him to my wife and so instantly they they develop a bond you know because we we have five children and so anyway, he become our sixth child. And so they, so still to this day, he calls her mom, Tony. And so anyway, I didn't know he had no money. He had $500, $500. And so, you know, people always ask me, well, how, does, how, does, how, did, how did this all become? Well, I'm a strong believer and he's God sent. Okay, we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna tell you a little bit more about our sponsors today at Bimeda. Bimeda might just be the largest animal health company you've never heard of, till now. Bimeda Animal Health's equine products have been trusted by veterinarians and horse owners since the 1960s, where their Irish roots began. 
Bimeda is one of the largest producers of dewormers for horses like Equimax, Bimectin, Duramectin, and Exodus. World-renowned equine athletes rely on polyglycan, a patented formula designed to replace loss or damaged synovial fluid, and Confidence EQ's 1% pheromone gel that reduces and prevents equine stress, just to name a few of their branded products. Bimeda encourages you to consult with your equine veterinarian before using any equine products for your horse. Also, please visit bimedaus.com to learn more about their full product offerings and where you can buy them. And so... Anyway, we started, we start, I got, we got him a horse, we bought him a horse, and we started roping around there, and instantly we, we uh, started winning, so we got him a permit, we went down to Odessa, we won three or four thousand over there, then we went to the Denver qualifier, got qualified there, and then we, and so he's still on his permit, so then we go to uh, Rapid City, and we got in a bad car wreck, we, uh, hit black ice and uh, shot across the freeway and hit someone head on. So we had to borrow a truck. Well, thankfully, none of us were hurt. And we ended up having to borrow a truck and a trailer. Then we drove down to San Antonio and instantly we started winning. And so that was the, that was the path that it, and it was just, you know, it was really, really hard for him. Cause I, 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 can, I can remember when I first started with Alan, that first year, I mean, it was really, really hard on me because I didn't know, I didn't know how to enter. I didn't know anything. I was just tagged along and just, you know, drove when it was my time to drive. And and so he was kind of the same way. It was, it was really, it was really hard for him because, you know, the commu- communication with the other guys and, you know, I'm sure the pressure of, you know, roping with, with, with me. But one of the things though, one of one of the things that I admired about him, because I've roped a lot of young people that's coming up and want to get in the business, and they, they don't take it very well. But from day one, he had the confidence, you know. He, <laughs> he told me one time, Jake, I know scared of these guys. And so I, I knew at that point that, you know, that... that that he had, golly, that he had it. He had what it's going to take to to be a, a great roper. Why? Why does it make you emotional? Well, my uh, my kids didn't follow in my footsteps, and which they took a different path, and so to be able to have. You know, so he, he's basically like my team roping son. So, golly, and I'm not, I'm not even an emotional guy, but, you know, it's hard, kind of hard for me to talk about it, but so he, sheesh, it's terrible. He, he's basically my world champion. <laughs> team roping, son. And then he named, did you know he was going to name his son Jake? I didn't. No. 
And that was pretty cool too. Let's go to another subject. <laughs> yeah, it makes it hard, you know, but I, I, I really admire what he's done because I can't envision what, you know, the path that, you know, to, to follow his dream, to, but to come to America and to be able to do it. I, I could see him being a great roper in Brazil and, and dominating down there, but I know that I couldn't go to Brazil and do what he's done to, uh, you know, to get where he's at now. I mean, that's, that's pretty spectacular. You know, it'd be different if you were a fighter or, or anything like that, that you come in here and get in a ring and try to beat somebody up, but to come, by, to, to come to somebody else's turf, to somebody else's country, and, and to, to establish yourself, pretty, pretty amazing feat. Yeah, and so actually there can be, and, and apparently there's some other, you know, Junior tells me that there's some other guys over there that rope really, really well too. Thank God that they don't come over here. And you know, you see that in the PBR too, you know, the, those guys, they're, they're, they're phenomenal. But those guys are hungry over there. I mean, that, this is a whole life, you know, different life for them. It's an opportunity too. You know, us Americans, we take things for granted. Yeah, but those guys, they come over here and I mean, this is to improve, you know, their life and their family's life. So really, really, really impressive. <laughs>